0: Are we holding ourselves and each other at too high of a standard? I've been thinking about this as I often go above and beyond. I am an overachiever, a perfectionist, and I think about how that helps or doesn't help the next music therapist after me so i recently took over a contract from a music therapist and um i was really afraid because uh the um director or manager that i was talking with about starting music therapy there um was ranting and raving about this music therapist and how amazing her work was and um just how great her documentation was. And like, that's awesome. I'm, I like, that makes me happy to hear that. But then I instantly think about myself in that position, like, oh my gosh, am I going to live up to their expectations? Like, am I going to be able, capable of, of doing the same level of documentation Um, or even the same level of, of music therapy services? Like, can I live up to what they see music therapy as, and um, it was really neat because I had a day to walk around and um observe this music therapy and uh, this music therapist and her work and meet the residents myself, and it was nice because she was able to pass on her documentation to me so that I could just see like a base level of of where the people are and and what they've been working on and whatnot. And I was so relieved when I saw her documentation and it was simple and it was just what happened in the session and and how they responded to the music. It was so simple and it was, you know, the style of documentation that I do. And I'm like, oh, I sighed this breath of relief. Okay, I can do this. It's not too hard. The expectation is not too high. It's not going to be that much work. It's going to be very manageable work. And so I'm thinking about this too, um, I just had a therapy session today, like my own personal therapy. And we were talking about, um, like respecting our time and setting the expectations for, um, for music therapy sessions. Um, cause like oftentimes it's really hard for me to finish my music therapy session on time. It's like the clients always want another song and I don't want to deprive them of another song. And, um, it's so hard for me to set up a strong boundary. Like this is what I am offering you and I can't do anything more. And my therapist was, was bringing, bringing up how, well, Kim, you need to end, you know, 15 minutes early, 10 minutes early. Like you have stated in your contract and like you have told them so that you have time to pack up, you have time to decompress, you have time for documentation, maybe time to clean your instruments. Like that time should be part of the session. Like that it's built in. So when I have an hour session, I do active music making or active interaction for 45 or 50 minutes of that hour and then the last 15 is all these extra things um and so my therapist was she said she said this phrase that because she put it this way it like clicked with something it it clicked with me something within me she said you have to respect your time And then she went on to say, you have to respect your time so that other people will respect your time. If you respect your time, other people will very likely respect it too. So that is something that I am trying to practice these days. And I definitely will after having this conversation, like not overworking, not going beyond the session time um, that I have allotted. And, you know, it's like communicating with with clients if they're really upset about me leaving the last 10, 15 minutes for cleanup, um, communicating like, well, I have to end now so that I have enough energy by next week to come back and see you again. Because if I don't end now and I keep on singing, I'm going to burn myself out and I can't come back and see you again. And I'm like, such a good perspective. Like, I need to remember that. Um, I need to respect my time. And and in respecting my time, I'm communicating with the clients and families and directors and staff. This is what music therapy looks like. Music therapy looks like a session with time at the end to clean instruments and pack up and decompress and document. And if I'm doing more than that, I'm setting them up for the wrong view of what music therapy is. And I'm making it really hard for that next music therapist who comes after me. It's almost like I I need to lower the bar of what I know I can give them. Or maybe I said that wrong, but it's like, I always want to give them a plus work, but it's okay if I give them a a solid C (laughs) Uh, or like, you know, show up in my most present and authentic and encouraging supportive way with the client for 30 minutes and then I let the rest of the time be not as present. You know, like if family members or if staff are trying to talk with me, maybe I'm not as present with them. And not like in a rude way, but maybe it's just excusing yourself from the classroom and saying, I have to go now. I'm sorry if you hear noises. My windows are open because it's a beautiful sunny day. And it's warm and I want some fresh air, but you probably hear maintenance in their little golf cart (laughs) riding around our complex. So, so yeah, I'm just thinking about this. Like, how can I help myself? A, myself, you know, I should be my priority, even though usually I'm not. And then how does helping myself help other people? Like me respecting my boundaries and my time will help other people respect my boundaries and my time and their boundaries in their time. It's almost like setting a good example for others. And it will help them to have more services because I will be a healthier music therapist if I don't give everything away with that first session of the day or that first week of my work with this contract and that's what we want it's like yes we are looking to give the best care possible of course I think that's in our very nature as music therapists that's what we've been taught that's what our um, standards are in place for and our certification however if we are looking at longevity of our careers of this profession, we need to think about these things, about maybe not giving our best every single time. Maybe just giving like really good. And I feel like we've had this conversation before, but it just felt like the right time to talk about it. So, so yeah, maybe music therapy, doesn't look like magic stardust is falling from heaven (laughs) but maybe it's still a really enjoyable time that's meaningful with another person and it doesn't have to be more than that it doesn't have to be magical stardust and like i'm i'm learning to let myself be okay with not giving my all and that's really 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 hard to do. And so, you know, this might be a good conversation to have with another music therapist. But yeah, what would it what would it look like for you or another music therapist to not give too much of yourself? What would it look like to set clear and reasonable expectations for music therapy what would it look like for you to step into a music therapy position and feel like you're not being asked to do too much like what would that workload look like what would that documentation style look like what would that musical expectation look like i know for me um One of my things, as you probably know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time is, um, I feel like the expectation is too high for me personally, if I am being expected to use piano, (laughs) like for the majority of the session or really for any of the session, sometimes, sometimes I'll use piano, but, um, for me, it feels like this is out of my wheelhouse. I have to put in like tons of hours of extra work if I use piano um, or if I'm expected to use piano. I also get that feeling if someone is expecting me to have all of the music memorized. Now I do have a good chunk of songs memorized for those moments where I just don't want to Break the flow of music, or I just need to catch on to this person's energy right now right here and now, and um, it's not worth taking the time to like turn on my iPad, open up onsong which is the the music um, program I use for all my songs and you know all that stuff so of course I think it is beneficial to have songs memorized but for me, it feels unreasonable to expect that my entire session of music will be memorized. I just don't have that time to give. Um, or like another thing for me is the expectation that I will always have um, visual elements to go along with the music. And it de- I think it depends on who you're working with and the site and what they need. But in general, with the clients that I work with, they don't need a visual aid compared to maybe other clients. So that's an expectation that I don't put on myself. At least at this point in my career, I've gotten to the point where I'm okay not using visual aids with with my clients because they're not asking for it and they're still benefiting without them. So it's almost like a professional judgment that you have to have. It's like a conversation to have with yourself yourself um, even with your place of work, your supervisor or the other people that you're working with, like what feels reasonable, what feels okay for me to give as a music therapist and what feels like too much. I even think of it, of it, like, um, this one site I'm there for two hours and they have a list of people for me to see. And, you know, I could see, Like I could see how many, uh, four, eight people within two hours if every session is 15 minutes long, but that feels unreasonable to me because that means that every session is what, 10 minutes, 12 minutes long with a couple minutes for documentation. Like that's one song, two songs. And then if we get talking, like forget about it. we're not gonna do any music today because we don't have any time. So it feels unreasonable for me to be expected to see eight people within a two-hour span of time at at one site. What's more reasonable is three to four people, maybe five if some of the sessions are short, but um, at that particular place, a half-an-hour session um, or so, 20 minutes to half an hour, um feels doable with doing my documentation on site too otherwise man it's just too hard so i want to bring up this conversation because it's on my mind um and i wonder if this is good for you to hear too you'll have to let me know you can always send me a message or whatever find me on instagram but um what does it look like for music therapy to be reasonable for you like when you think about the longevity of your career if if you want to stay a music therapist for any given amount of time what would need to be in place for you to like physically mentally emotionally be able to do that what would that look like like your ideal music therapy situation job or whatever, what would that look like to you? Would it look like two clients a day and that's the max because otherwise my energy is spent? Or would that look like five clients a day or more because then I can have all of my clients in like three days out of the week and then have a couple days off? And then of course we can think about this in terms of finances like, if you're in private practice, what what do you have to charge to be able to make um, a living doing music therapy with the amount of energy that you have? What would these things look like? And how can we set up a more clear expectation of music therapy for the next music therapist who comes after me? Are we holding ourselves and each other at too high of a standard? And remember that we have to respect our time in order for other people to respect our time. All right, friends. Well, I am working very hard in my life to not take on too much (laughs) to respect my time so that um, I can offer you more uh, podcast episodes, more conversation and community, and also to create products and resources that will support you in your work as a music therapist. It's just something that's like been on my heart for years. Like, oh, it would be so nice to have like this thing that I look at every day or this thing on my desk or this thing that is a a physical, tangible thing that validates me as a music therapist and reminds me that, that people see me and what i'm going through and that i'm not alone that is what i hope to create so send all the good vibes my way anyway stay tuned for some good things coming your way and i am sending my love and sunshine to all of you wherever you are and whatever you are going through talk with you soon